What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, I'm sitting with Mina Newberg. She is the CMO at Donuts Inc., which is a domain provider. They own companies like Name.com and TrueName.domain. So you can go there, get yourself a brand new domain for your business. But we get into, in this episode, really the importance of a domain and how to come up with naming your website and what are those exercises and what are the tools available to you, you know, outside of a standard.com name. So we talk about that. We talk about the psychology behind naming and also how to really utilize specific influencers as a company and also how to position your company to the consumer. So interesting conversation with Mina. Definitely stick around for this one. But before we get into that, as always, this show is brought to you by Cave Social. Cave Social is a social media agency based out of Los Angeles that can help you create, manage, and grow your social media followings and accounts. So if you're feeling stuck on social media, you need some help, go over to cavesocial.com, hit that contact us, and they will be able to help you grow. All right, now we're through that. Let's get into the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. Today, I'm welcoming Mina Newberg to the show. She is the CMO at Donuts, Inc. Mina, how you doing? Doing great. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, someone who is listening right now is probably like, oh, Donuts, Inc. Duh, I know what this company does. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> They would be wrong. You do something very different. <laughs> <laughs> you do something very different, which I'm going to keep the listener on on the hook here for. They're not going to know yet because I want you to talk through your story. Give us your backstory and how you got to Donuts Inc. And then you know, drop the bomb. Let us know what Donuts actually does. Yes, I, I'm glad to do that. So my background is uh, originally from San Francisco. Came down to Los Angeles to go to UCLA and uh, really fell in love with psychology. And I think the my foundation as many marketers is that of I'm a psychologist and a social psychologist at heart. And I'm fascinated by the way people behave, why they do what they do, why they buy what they buy. And after I was at UCLA, I decided I was going to devote my life to social psychology. And I went to the Rand Corporation and I was a policy analyst there looking at domestic research and applied to PhD programs in social psychology and got to one of these programs and realized, wait a second, I don't want to spend my life kind of thinking about how people behave and why they do what they do. I want to actually affect that. And so the, the person who was going to be my mentor said, you know, I think you really should think about business school instead of getting a PhD. And that's the route that I pursued. I went and I got my MBA at UCLA Anderson. So I'm a double Bruin. And really at Anderson, I kind of found the combination of business and psychology. And that really led me to marketing. And my first job out of business school was at a place called Siegel and Gale, which is the brand strategy firm. And one of the big things we did there is help companies bring their brand online. So this is the early 2000s. We're thinking about what does a brand stand for? But really at that point, what became important was not just what does a brand stand for, but how does that brand really show itself online? As the front door, the main front door 
businesses became their virtual front door, that was really an opportunity we had to help them think through. And I, I'm going to drop a little hint to what Donuts actually does is at Siegel and Gale was the first time I started to notice that, you know, we could do all this work and concepting and brainstorming on what a brand really stood for and what their name would be. But then you'd go online and try to find the domain name to match that. And often you wouldn't find it. And there was this big gap that existed in all the work and trying to figure out who you were as a business, what you stood for, and then trying to represent that with your domain name. And, you know, that gap became apparent in the early 2000s. Fast forward, you know, 15 years, and that gap has gotten bigger and bigger. And that's part of what Donuts serves to do is to kind of close that gap with the new and more innovative domain names and top level domain names. So those are the kind of dot-com alternatives, dot-live, dot-studio, dot-agency, these new domain names that really help transcend what businesses are able to do online, how they're able to bring themselves online, and uh, you know make sure that the domain names that they're using really match all that their businesses have to offer. So I did give that away a little bit. I'll back up and talk a little bit more about kind of <laughs> the story of how I got to go to if you're interested. So after Siegel and Gale, really look to not just help brands kind of come to life online, but really devise marketing programs to help do that and help organizations really transform who they are. So I work with a market research firm who wanted to become more of a strategy consulting firm, working with a promo company that wanted to be more of a merch company and really taking a top-down approach to helping businesses reconcept kind of who they were, what they want to be, what is the difference they make in the marketplace. And then also from a bottom-up perspective, help them think about how do we get there? What are the everyday things that we do to really change the way our business functions? From operationally, what we need to change, kind of how we talk about ourselves in the market. And often, you know, the hardest, hardest piece of making that change is the internal team. If a company has forever talked about themselves as a market research firm, getting that salesperson to say, yeah, I'm going to turn down that smaller market research opportunity to really push for a more, you know, important strategy consulting gig is, is the hardest thing to do. So really changing the internal and external phase of organization. Did that for about 15 years at different companies before Bamco was at a place called Revolution Math, which is a online math education organization. And that was a really interesting place where I found that I loved the product and we needed to take a, an organization, really think about what guerrilla marketing meant in the modern age. And that really is digital and that's influencers and that's Instagram and that's the micro influencer. You know, in, our, in the case of Revolution Math, it was that micro influencer mom who had a community that really listened to her when she talked about education and penetrating that more than the typical school partnership or kind of there's more traditional measures was the, the key to success. So earlier in 2020, I joined Donuts Inc. And we have a couple type of businesses. We have a registry, which is what I mentioned. It's kind of the dot-com alternative. So .live, .family, we have about 242 of those that enable users to get domain names that are just more accurate to who their business are, more memorable, more relevant, and actually more secure. All of the Donuts domain names have built-in phishing protection, which other registries don't offer. And then we also have name.com, which is a registrar. So like a competitor to a GoDaddy or Squarespace. Very cool. What is phishing protection for those who maybe don't know what that is? So phishing protection is, you know, there's been a lot uh, in the news recently, and especially a spike in during COVID of people switching out the letters of a domain name with maybe other alphabets to anyone's eye. It looks like, oh, this looks like a legitimate domain name, a legitimate email. But because these specific letters have been switched out to other languages, it looks accurate, but it's actually 
you know, somebody basically taking your domain name and switching it out for one that's not as legitimate. And then, you know, asking you to pay a bill, asking you to send some money. And, you know, to the user, you recognize like, oh, I know that domain name, or I know that person, or I know that email, but actually it's it's kind of been falsified. So with the donuts domain names, we they have anti-phishing protection. So if you buy a specific domain name, we're buying all those other alternatives so that they cannot be fished. They cannot be used for nefarious purposes. Very cool. No, that that makes sense and it's so important, right? Now I want to dig deeper into the psychology and what you talked about, about, you know, being fascinated about psychology and, and I'm with you there. How important, or I guess, how would you suggest that people go about searching for a domain and really tying that back to their business? Say they can't find a perfect match, right? Um, is it really using that identifier on the end? So if it's, you know, dot fitness, or what does that exercise look like, you know, for the small business owner or the marketer who's listening to this, and they're like, well, I, I want a new domain, or I want to go through that exercise. Where would you say that they should start? That's a great question. So, you know, there's many r- registrars out there to, that you can go and look for domain names. Obviously, I'd promote name.com, which is the one that we own. And what you do is, you know, most people go in and they put keywords into a search engine, right? They go to the registrar, they put in the keywords that they're most interested in. And most people, they'll go in with, it's a lot about the mindset. People go in thinking, well, if I don't have a .com, then I'm not legitimate. Or if I don't have a .com, is that even, is that something that people will trust? And I think that it's like recognizing when we all moved from Hotmail being the email service that we use, that it was a tough, you know, we all had a Hotmail account and eventually we had to say, well, it's not as modern. And I think that's a little bit what's happening with domain names. The dot-coms that are going to be available now are going to be, you know, you're going to add hyphens and extra letters and change the name of your business to get it. And I think with these new domain names, you can get something that's a more accurate fit for your business. So to your example about fitness, rather than saying Jordan's Fitness Studio CulverCity.com, which is what's going to probably be available, you can get Jordan.fitness or Jordan's Fitness.studio. So something that's going to be more accurate to your domain name, more memorable. And, you know, we've talked about being more secure. So I think that part of it is for the user and the small business owner to go in knowing that there's a better choice, that there's a better option. And it's interesting because most people, you know, as you alluded to, don't know donuts and don't know sometimes even that these domain names exist. But I think it's like what I've seen with friends who I chat about this is once you see it and once you realize that there are these options, that there's thousand options out there, that it really is something you can't unsee. It's hard to go back to, oh, am I going to really choose this name that's not as accurate, that's not as memorable versus something that really is the true to my business and kind of how I want to represent myself online. No, that makes so much sense. Now, flipping gears a little bit and looking at, you know, Donuts Inc. and you come in in February 2020, one of the more interesting times to start a job, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> talk to me about how Donuts Inc., how do you market yourself? What are the strategies to go out to get people to come to to use your service, you know, versus another registrar service out there? Yeah, great question. So one of the big things that I did coming in is think about you know, most people go and they're going to buy their domain name at a web enabler like a Squarespace or a Wix or WordPress, or they're going to go to a, a registrar like a name.com or a GoDaddy, and they're going to buy that domain name and then use it from there. And what we've really done is we've developed an opportunity to talk to customers more directly about domain names. So I think one of the things was saying that we need to have a relationship with customers, not that we're selling to them directly, but just making them aware that these domain names exist so that when they get to the place where they're buying, they're open to it. 
So we've started a brand called TrueName.Domains, and it's a consumer-facing brand for donuts. So a consumer like you and I would never, wouldn't know donuts, maybe nor should we, but TrueName.Domains, we're hoping that they do know. And the specific domain names, you know, some examples of the domain names we sell, we think they should know. And so we really started a number of different campaigns to kind of let really educate consumers on the fact that these domain names exist and why they're advantageous. And I think what we're going to see is kind of a circular process where consumers come and they're asking for these domain names more, and then the registrars will have more of an impetus to show them because consumers are more aware and asking for it a little bit more. So I liken it to, you know, if you have a favorite cracker and your local grocery store doesn't sell it, you're going to go somewhere else to buy that cracker and probably do most of your grocery shopping. And so what we're doing is we're really kind of introducing the consumer and educating the consumer on this better opportunity and hoping and expecting that that will transfer to how they buy and the way registrars then merchandise and showcase the domains, the domain names available. Yeah. And it's one of those things where people are becoming more and more, or I guess less and less married to, you know, having to have .com. Particularly I'm Canadian. So my whole life, I, I grew up going .ca. So when somebody says a .la or .fr or .agency or whatever it may be, it's not a big, I'm okay, cool. And I do that. And I think more and more people just based out of the scarcity with the domain names that they want. And then two, with how easy it is with these are, are open to that. Now, is there, when it comes to domains and like popularity, you know, outside of the main com, co, maybe .us, are there any that really stick out where you've seen like, whoa, a lot of people are signing up for .la or, or .fitness or, or something where it's been really that, uh, maybe something you didn't expect to see, but it, now the data is like really, really shining through? Yeah, I think that I'm a big believer in data-driven storytelling. So I think that the data really has to lead the story you tell, the directions you go after. And certainly in light of COVID, you know, there's a lot of trends going on that we're really tracking and, and following. And one that we've really seen a big spike in is .live that Donuts does own. We've seen .live really spike with people, especially at the beginning of COVID, there was a lot of lack of information or misinformation. And so people's desire to be kept up to date on what was happening really led to a spike in .live. And it's interesting because you can see different trends drive to similar names. So what we also saw is that live streaming has been really big and gotten bigger in the in the wake of COVID. And dot live is a big trend with live streamers as well. So I think, you know, in, in terms of my role and the opportunity, we're trying to understand the trends that are going on in the market and then kind of help amplify them as opposed to create new trends necessarily. Um, another one that we've seen is dot finance really pop, you know, with different financial mechanisms coming into play, especially when people are not in person. Dot finance is one that as new businesses are started in that space, that domain name has really been picking up. So I think it's been really interesting to see, you know, there are trends in general, and then there's trends with major kind of political and societal issues we're dealing with today. And it's been interesting to see how domain names end up fitting in with that. But those are two that We've seen really pop for different reasons. And then, you know, we kind of take that and amplify it and just let people know that, that they're there. And I think the interesting thing as a marketer with the donuts portfolio is that, you know, there's 242 top level domains that we own and kind of lease out. And that's how domain names work is that you're leasing them for a year and then you can always re-up them. We hope that you do re-up them. 
But it's interesting to think about like, well, do we create a branded house or do we create a house of brands? And, you know, as a marketer, I think it's a great distinction to really think about because we all have examples of what's worked from some of those biggest and best companies out there. So looking at those trends is a, a layered effect. Looking at what are the trends in terms of building a house of brands as we think about some of those top level domains that really are spiking and how do we amplify that? But obviously we can't do that for all of the domain names. So then how do you also build a branded house on top of that? And create a, a layered portfolio so that you know you have this really strong foundation, which is what we're hoping through name.domains is. And then you have the specific domain names that as they pop, you can help amplify that popping. I like it. That definitely is a challenge, right? To have how you describe it like branded house on top and understanding like, okay, we have this, but then there's gonna be certain things that shine through. And when we do, we have to amplify that. And I think that that can apply to every industry, is that idea that we have our best guess and we have how we want to position a brand and how we want to storytell. But ultimately, things are going to happen or things are going to start to shine through and we need to look at how we highlight those. I don't think Ocean Spray, you know, cranberry juice thought that they were going to have a guy on a skateboard as part of their their massive brand plan in 2020. It turns out to be the most impactful advertising they've ever done. So now they lean in, they highlight it, they buy them a car. It, I think a lot of brands can learn from that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, um, it's interesting to think about when you try to create trends, which is obviously more expensive and you know more of that push versus when you capitalize and you're able to really keep your finger on the pulse, see what trends are happening and how you engage with those. And I'm just curious to see, you know, with with social media and obviously the breadth of social media and the reliance on social media, how that trend will pop and change, right? And I think that part of it is understanding who are our societal influencers. And this is my psychology, you know, my armchair psychologist talking. But if we think about, you know, the shift from the rock star and this kind of celebrity influencer to the everyday influencer. I think that understanding that shift, I'm curious to see how it shifts again. What we're seeing in our industry is kind of that my smart friend. So what we found with domain names is often, you know, for the average person that you've mentioned who's starting a business and not really sure where to turn, you know, they're often saying, hey, I have a smart friend, I have a smart cousin, I have somebody who kind of knows this a little better than I do, and I'm going to really rely on them. And it's been really interesting to, you know, with, at name.com as we really highlight our brand positioning and we figure out who exactly we're talking to. And we've, we've thought about, you know, someone who's a little more sophisticated in terms of understanding how a domain may fit into the process, but wants a really clean and simple, easy to use experience. It's name.com is, you know, the right match for them. And thinking about when is that business owner buying the domain and getting the hosting and putting it together? And when is it their smart friend that they're having do it for them? So I think that that influencer as somebody who I know a little bit more closely and I really respect, I'm curious to see if that's kind of the next wave of how people utilize influencers and whether we still rely on you know the Instagram minor celebrities that, that looked at in the past five years. Yeah, I think that shift towards, for lack of a better term, like intellect and like substance, maybe not intellect, but substance. And what is the substance behind that influencer? And is it directly applicable to my goals that I'm trying to achieve? Are they the Robin to my Batman and the story I want to, to get done opposed to just do they have nice photos or nice content and looking at that to go, okay, yeah, like, especially in a domain sense, right? Where you're positioning yourself like Alfred you're the tool that lets the business owner be Batman and go out yes. and, and really start it. to, you know, 
execute on their business, right? You're, you're back building the cool features and doing the things and taking care of it because Batman doesn't need to know how the Batmobile works. He just needs to be able to drive it. And I think that a lot of businesses can learn from that because they're trying to be Batman with their messaging. And, you know, sorry yeah, for anyone who doesn't really, know who Batman is. Like the, <laughs> yeah. So we go in and I'm always like, okay, how are we assisting the customer, right? And how are we assisting them tell their story? And I think with something like domains, it's so spot on to go, we're here to help your dream become reality, right? And to start to get into like what they're trying to get done. So I'm right there with you. I think influencers are going to become more and more specialized and we're going to go to certain people online for certain things that is just so like, hey, you're the plumber, but you're the master plumber guy who teaches everyone how to do this. That's the person I'm going to now look to, you know, for that advice. Same thing with web advice, small business advice, yoga with Adrian. I'm a big fan. Uh, <laughs> so all of these different things, those influencers are going to become more and more specialized to your point, like the smart friend. And then I think businesses on the other side of that are going to look to amplify those certain influencers and make sure that they are really working in parallel with them. And then two, looking at how could they amplify their customer and really help their customer's journey. Because it's a this year, more than ever, from a small business perspective, I think business registration was up like 200% this year. And that's going to mean, okay, there's a lot of people that need these help from influencers and they need help from name.com. They need those systems and they need that in the back end to really help them succeed. I'm getting long-winded, but basically make your customer the star, I think is <laughs> what I'm getting. Yeah, at. I think you have a great point. And it's been interesting in this domain journey to see you know, how many people are willing to settle. And that was something I saw at Siegel and Gale 20 years ago was, okay, we came up with this great identity and this like kind of idealized brand platform. And then you'd get to what your, you know, the shingle on your front door would be and you'd have to really settle for something that wasn't going to be as accurate to that name, as reflective of that brand that you're trying to make for yourself. And I think it's, you know, such an amazing journey to watch entrepreneurs. It takes so much you know, bravery and courage, I think, to really launch your own business. And I feel like the more that we can smooth that path and we can help them kind of build that dream is an amazing opportunity to support that. And I think that a domain name is, you know, how you're hanging that shingle and whether that shingle really reflects what you're trying to be online. I love it. I love that. It really is that that storefront, right? And that when you're walking by, we were talking before off air about like the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica and appearances matter. And what you say there matters, you know, and the same thing happens when it comes to online and what people type into the URL box. So I'm right there with you. Now, Mina, before I let you go, let people know where they can learn more, sign up for a domain, and then also connect with you online. Great. So Domains, as I mentioned, our consumer-facing site to learn more about any of the, the donuts domains. And then you can also purchase domains um, through truename.domains or go to any of our registrar partners, name.com, Squarespace, WordPress, GoDaddy, Dynadot, uh, any, and you can see that truename.domains logo at many of those registrars looking for one of our domain names. I think also, you know, a push that we're really having is as a marketer, how do you educate the larger consumer group about a new brand? And man, that is a challenge. And so we're really kind of launching a performance marketing campaign and creating some content strategy, you know, at Medium and other places where, where we can really get that content out there is where we're trying to make sure that we really can get the message out. Um, name.com, of course, is the registrar that we'd recommend most to go and, and find those true name domains. You can find me on LinkedIn and Mina Newberg. 
where you'll find me. Amazing. Thank you so much again for coming on. I, uh, I enjoyed this conversation. Thank you. And everybody, I will put those links that Mina mentioned in the show notes page. So you can just head over there, click those, get yourself a brand new domain that better represents your business. Until next time, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton, and I will catch y'all later. Oh.